Hey guys, you're listening to the Ship Training Podcast, where we talk about personal growth, we talk about physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, and just overall well-being. And today we'll be talking about physical health, physical fitness, and holistic health. What's the relationship there? So let's jump right in. So Vaughn, you are the physical fitness and physical health sensei. So we're going to rely mostly on you today. All right. And um, I'm going to start with asking you one of our simple questions, which is... Uh, what are the most nutritious foods that I can eat regularly? What are the nutritious foods that we can eat regularly? Okay, so there are 10 foods that I can tell you, or maybe less, the, the one that I think that's good for your brain and for your body. I think number one, okay, so let's get them, let's get into the basics, you know, get into your fruits, your vegetables, those complex carbs, lean meats, but 10 foods. I would suggest eating avocado. There's healthy fats. Not so good, but it's good for your brain, for your body. But try not to eat a lot of them because it could be a lot of calories. So watch out for that. Same as oil, um, same as coconut oil. Second is blueberries. That one is really, really good for your brain. That is good for your cognitive function. Third is broccoli. Has a lot of fibers. It's not so good if you eat it by itself. Well, I don't know if I love broccoli. You love broccoli by love itself. It. Maybe yeah. steam. I could eat them with steam, but in general, I don't think they taste the best. But they're good for you. It has a lot of fiber, makes you full. Fourth one is like I said, coconut oil. Five would be eggs. It's good for your omega threes. Mm -hmm. um, six would be like I said earlier, lots of vegetables, spinach kales anything that you see that's green eat them it's good for you another thing is turmeric turmeric mm -hmm. not a lot of people know about that uh dark chocolate dark chocolate is really good the, the darker it is the purer the, the better the better for your brain and better yeah that's <laughs> right it could be really bitter and lastly i would say water you know that water is 70 first scent of our body is made out of water so drink your water stay hydrated that way you can have a better function for your brain guzzle the water i live with the water always on my side um <clears throat> so i think one of the things that really stood out in your list was about eating foods that are are bitter mm -hmm. um and that's one of the things that i think i learned somewhere at some point in my life is that eating uh, certain foods that are bitter, like those leafy greens or dark chocolate, those usually tend to have lots of uh, positive health mm -hmm. uh, benefits for us. I also want to say that like your list is awesome. And I want to encourage people to also explore what's the most nutritious for their body, since our bodies are very different, right? right. So I think that's one of the things that uh, is important to understand is finding out what is the most nutritious for you. Um, and I know... Uh, there's a difference between like nutritious and like what's clean eating. Mm -hmm. um, I think you read a book about that. And, uh, but we'll get into that later. Okay. <laughs> next question. We're going to move on. So next question yeah. is, how can I stay sharp mentally? How can I stay sharp mentally? Well, first of all, I already mentioned eat those food that are going to enhance and improve your cognitive, cognitive function. But I would say... One big factor is your sleep, your sleeping time. I, what I've noticed for me, I need to get at least seven to eight hours to have that optimal 
function for me cognitively and and physically when I'm working out. I, I feel it. I feel stronger. I feel sharp. I feel focused. I think another one is I already mentioned is with food. When I eat nutritious food, leafy greens, lean meat, but if I eat junk food, greasy food, burgers, pizza, I feel it the next day. I I I don't function really well. Like, yeah. I feel really slow, sluggish. I can't even think right. My my awareness is just not there, you know? Right, 100%. Um, <clears throat> I think for me, staying sharp mentally, definitely. The, um, since we're talking about physical health and physical fitness, um, when I think about mental, uh, mentally staying sharp, I think about cognitive function, like you said. And cognitive function is relevant to like brain health, right? Right. So if you eat what helps your brain, sleep helps your brain, um, if you think about things that actually help your physical brain health, right? Usually, that's the same stuff that'll keep you mentally sharp. For sure, I think I I, I missed another basic uh, another basic activities, which is exercise ah. and working out. That sometimes when I'm tired and I just went to the gym and just go push through, I'm just so glad that I I've done it because it gives me that extra uh, you know feelings of happiness, excitement. Right. After uh, after a workout, so like you're alive again. Yeah, yeah you're 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 sharp. You know, like if, if you just push through sometimes with those uh, mental fogginess in in your brain. Yep, uh, getting that blood going, blood flow to the brain, moving all the chemicals around, and all that. I think that's mm -hmm. definitely essential uh, for sure. And that's kind of like in the realm of physical fitness, right? Uh, that's right. Yeah, that's the benefit of uh, physical fitness is. Um, <clears throat> maintaining your physical health but also being tested in a way to where you're consistently fit you know we think mm -hmm. about fitness as in being in a in a state a long-term state mm -hmm. like you're constantly fit or that person's really fit right so if you're constantly in a fit state means your brain would you know generally be more consistently sharp than not mm -hmm. right if you're maintaining your physical fitness yeah right yeah they're they're, they're all connected right so all right, cool. So we touched a little bit on this, but let's go further. How can I reduce uh, brain fog and fatigue? How can I reduce brain brain fog and fatigue? Sometimes you just got to listen to your body. Sometimes you push yourself to where, you, you know, your limit, but you over you overdo it. I think it's it's a it's a good idea to just sit in stillness sometimes and really ask yourself that are you really tired fatigue or are you just making excuses you know oh yeah i think discernment plays a role in that um yeah. you can't if you don't spend any time being present in your body it's really hard to feel am i really fatigued or tapped out like for myself um the other day i was tricking i was training yeah and <clears throat> Tricking, yeah, tricking. I don't yeah, do that no more. That okay, yeah. Retired. Yeah. Tricking kicks flips into us. Yeah, there you go. So, um, I was training, and um, I could feel like my ankle, where I have this uh, small injury. Mm -hmm. I hurt it a little bit, and then I took care of it, and then I started to train. I could feel it starting to fatigue, mm -hmm. and knowing that always oh, starting to fatigue, now it's time to cool my jets and stop. Yeah, stop me from running back into injury. And becoming aware of that is how you stop repeated injury. You need to know when 
it's time to let off the gas. You need to know when it's time to rest. You need to know when it's time to uh, eat foods that are anti-inflammatory. You need right. to know when it's time to uh, condition to strengthen again. You exactly. have to uh, spend time in your body learning those things. Um, you can't just push inevitably yeah. constantly or you push, will push. destroy. Yeah, I'm, I'm at this point of my life, where I focus a lot more on conditioning and strengthening rather than training a lot. I feel like I really beat my body up when I was in my early twenties or even teens that I'm paying off, you know, the, the hard work that I've done where it's, you know, we all need to do some hard work, but when you, you've done it, you, you overused it, then you're going to have to pay later. So what you said earlier that, you know, step off the gas a little bit. And that's what I've been uh, practicing a lot lately. Awesome. Yep. And then in terms of brain fog, I think for myself, like it's what you eat, staying hydrated. So for example, if I asked you how many cups of water have you drank today? Mm -hmm. Some of my family members and friends would cringe because they know I asked them, Hey, did you drink any water today? Uh And they know I'm kind of like the water police. Um, but it's because I know, uh, how the body performs when you're dehydrated. If you've ever been dehydrated or AKA, if you've ever drank and been drunk and had a hangover dehydrated, if you've ever been dehydrated in your life, then you know how it feels, right? Feels like crap and your brain feels like crap and performs like crap, (laughs) right? So stay hydrated to prevent that from being, you know, the case of your daily life. Why would you ever want that to persist daily? Yeah, exactly. Like I said, you know, 75% of your body is made out of water. So if you're dehydrated, then that fog in your brain will come up. And I always have this question of, do you know how many cups of water do we need to? (laughs) I don't even know the the ounce and stuff. That's so funny. Um, There's so many different answers on this, how much water you need to drink a day thing. Yeah. Honestly, I drink as much water as my body says it needs to stay feeling the way that I want it to feel. Interesting. So for example, like I like being sharp. Like I like feeling like I can say brain, I need an answer. And brain goes, here's your answer. Mm -hmm. I don't like like, brain. I need an answer. And he goes, uh, (laughs) I'll get back to you later today. Like, I don't like that feeling. So I generally consume water through the day. Yeah. And I would say for myself on average, I do do that like eight cups or 64 ounces plus. So like somewhere between mm. like 64 to like 96 ounces is probably yeah. what I Well, depending on how much you, your activity is. Well. Exactly. So when I'm more active, I drink more water. Right. So yeah. it's more for me, it's more about paying attention to my body. Mm, I see. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Because I know when I'm dehydrated, I have a headache. It's not just like mental fogginess. Oh, Sometimes yeah. I get, I get like really bad headache. I'm like, ah. I think something like... um the shrinking or something or inflammation something uh, happens in the brain and the body yeah where it's like when you're dehydrated something is physically happening and that's what causes that yeah. pain in the body doc amen he's got all the brain health juju that's true is that one of the senses <laughs> so our next question is <clears throat> how do i change my mood when i'm feeling down how do i change my mood when i'm feeling down i think i would go back to my previous answer of like working out sometimes when I am down feeling sad but but when I go to the gym 
And after I finish that exercise, I feel that my mood changes. I think it's because of the, you know, endorphins. endorphins. Yeah. yeah. Endorphins. That's one way. Or two is just eat healthy. <laughs> healthy food. Yeah. Help you a lot. <clears throat> I think eating healthier does help a lot. I think what it does is when you're quote unquote healthier, mm-hmm. Our ability to adapt to things is better. We have more energy to utilize for things. Mm-hmm. So, for example, let's say we have a battery. It's got a, you know, 100% or mm-hmm. 100 points that we can use per day. And that's if we reach 100%. Mm-hmm. If you're not getting good sleep, you're not getting good food, you know, not really being active, you're not taking care of your body. Well, let's say maybe at best you're getting 65%. Right. Imagine you have a cell phone that never goes past 65%. percent hmm you, what you can do is drastically limited in the day. Right. So let's say you have to deal with something that's tough for you. It's going to be hard for you to improve your mood or how you feel, how to navigate that, how to change your perspective. All that stuff costs energy. Right. So if your energy levels are significantly lower, it's harder for you to navigate stuff. Think about, uh, <clears throat> here's another one. Mm-hmm. People who drink coffee or people who drink energy Ooh. drinks. Regular consumers of caffeine, okay? Ask them what their day is like if they don't have their two cups of coffee in that day. Oh, they, How do they feel? They feel tired. They complain. I haven't had my coffee yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or if it's energy drinks or whatever. it's You can feel that boost of energy. Mm-hmm. You feel more capable. You have more energy, more resources to use yeah. to execute or move through life. So... In terms of how do I navigate mood, like you said, food, staying hydrated, staying active is going to boost your overall energy. But another thing that I think is, uh, this is where I would say tying the physical and the mental. Yeah. Like you said, going to go work out, take your body, go do something else. Yeah. Like go be present somewhere else. Let yourself, Mm -hmm. whether you go for a walk, whether you do some yoga whether you dance around the house, yeah. whether you sit still and just breathe. Take your physical body into a different state mm-hmm. and that generally will help you improve your mood. A hundred percent. And just going back again on the monster or like the any energy drink or coffee that you you drink, that, that cry, from my own personal experience, when I try that, I try uh, like any energy drink. It doesn't even last that long. And then right after that, I just feel so exhausted. Like I can't even function properly. So I think you need to like, uh, you know, take it easy on that. And I've, I've seen a lot of people, uh, or heard that when they go to a, uh, you know, without caffeine for about a month, mm-hmm. they, they feel way better. I think it's part of that become addiction too and that boost of energy. But sometimes you need to like step back, you know, try something else and fast for a little bit and see how it goes. Yeah. Addicted to the feeling. You know, this is one of those things where, <clears throat> like you just said, taking a break, a fast. This is one of the reasons why I do fast sometimes from different things. Mm-hmm. I don't like feeling like I am dependent or bound upon certain things. Mm-hmm. If I start feeling like I'm dependent or bound or this is how I'm coping and it's an unhealthy way of coping, then I shut that down. I need to fast. Because that, uh, that for me is a test. It's very important to say I can stand or navigate on my own. That might not be important to everybody, 
but that's important to me. I, yeah. I don't like the idea of going, I can only survive life with this. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, recently a couple of weeks ago, since I've been getting like the example that you're saying, I've been getting really addicted on the taste of a protein bar, specifically mm. that the bear bells. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I do as well. Like I mm. would, okay, no bear bells or protein bars for, for about a week. I just don't want to be dependent on, on that because you could have that addictive mentality. Yep. 100%. So let's go to our next question. Next question is, Ooh, <clears throat> sounds great. How do I settle myself when I'm stressed? or overwhelmed oh by the way those are different stress and overwhelmed Uh different words Brene brown alice of the heart get your emotional granularity up Uh uh-huh exactly (laughs) remember that stress is going to be a good thing it could relate to growth and overwhelm let's see get paralyzed total shutdown (laughs) so yeah so So. how do you settle yourself Mm -hmm. when feeling stressed okay when i'm feeling stressed i would I would take a break. I'll take a break <laughs> okay. for, for about, you know, it just depends. Depends how stressed I am. Mm-hmm. But I know stress could be a good thing. So I would go back again to whatever it is that I need to do. Ah, what about when you feel overwhelmed? <laughs> when I'm feeling overwhelmed. Once you hit overwhelmed, then. Oh, that's, that's uh, you know, as <clears throat> Brittany Brown said, you know, your emotions 10 out of 10. And your focus is five and your understanding of that emotion is number one. So <laughs> I would, I would really set to somewhere I could feel relaxed like nature and just, you know, I enjoy the present moment and, yeah. and do that. I tell you, I think for me, um, when I'm stressed, uh, my habit, my default is to lean into it. I guess, um, when I feel stressed, um, and I think a lot of people do this is like, we go work, 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 work harder or push harder, push faster, or try to get through it. And, you know, um, I think we try to like seize control of the stress. Mm-hmm. We try to seize control of like, uh, whatever anxiety it is. Um, and so for me, when I'm stressed, like when I feel pressed, mm-hmm. I usually do a few things. I will lean into it a little more. And then I ask myself some questions like, what about this is making me so stressed? Okay. I feel as if I don't have the capacity to handle this at this moment while handling this and while handling that. So I need to focus one at a time. Mm-hmm. So what I do is I'll focus on one thing at a time. I'll, I'll try to break it down or make it simpler, less stressful, but I don't try to avoid what's stressful because I know that, uh, Pressure is a privilege. We talk about all the time. Pressure is a privilege. Stress is a place where you have the opportunity to grow. It's stretching you. You have an opportunity to expand beyond your current limits if you don't hit overwhelm and cap out. Uh, Oh, I like, I like that analogy. Stress, you stretch you to, to get better. Okay. Yeah. Stretches you to get better. And that's why I lean into it. Uh, Um, I really genuinely believe that because in my life, whenever I do, I grow. Right. Um, but overwhelm when you hit the, <clears throat> we hit overwhelmed. And I think a lot of people say stressed and overwhelmed. And Brene Brown makes this really clear. Yeah. Stress, you got a lot going on. You need a little help. Overwhelmed, you are capped out. There's no more room. There's no more capacity. You can't do nothing. You're about to shut down. <laughs> That's overwhelmed. And right. a lot of people do that. A lot of people 
uh, work themselves to the point of overwhelm. That's right. That's why they clock out. They're like, uh, oh, I'm about to Netflix for like six hours or I'm about right. to do whatever. It's, I'm overwhelmed. That's Time to right. clock out. Exactly. Like their understanding is not there, you know, like that's why where bad decisions are made. Yeah. So when I feel overwhelmed, um, <clears throat> I just stop doing stuff. Mm-hmm. I give myself a set time to take a break. Uh, I'll schedule it. I'll schedule it. I put it on my calendar and I'll say for this duration of time, we're not doing anything. Uh, nothing. And, I, and I don't let myself say I'm doing nothing and lay in bed and think about it. <laughs> <That's-> <laughs> or, or, well, I'm going to just check this really quick. No, nothing. Yeah, just- not, not at all. Maybe a walk in the park. That could be a good yes. uh, uh, solution for that. Yeah, I, I might go take a walk. Just put on my headphones and play uh-huh. something relaxing. Relaxing. And just go for a walk. Exactly. Yeah, so that's how I, I deal with that. But I would say if you're dealing with stress or overwhelm, mm-hmm. um, again, you know, stop doing what you're doing. <laughs> Breathe. You know, be present with your body and, and just make some adjustments. But I think, again, what helps you better navigate stress and overwhelm? Mm-hmm. Energy levels. How do you take care of your body? Mm, it goes back to that, yeah. Right. So I think, let's see. Ooh. <clears throat> so our last question for today. Last question is, what is the role of physical health in our overall well-being? Ooh. What is the role of physical health in our overall well-being? I believe for me, physical health is one of the pillars that we need to work on. And we need to make it as a lifestyle, do it, you know, eating food, exercising and sleeping, sleeping on the right time. I think it's one of the pillars, you know, how we work on our mental, emotional, spiritual. And I think physical health is, is in that category because you can't be fulfilled, uh, uh, so to speak, you know, um, if you are neglecting your physical health, you know, if you, you've seen people that are very successful, you can find a pattern where with those individuals, they are successful because they work on not only on their mental, emotional, spiritual, they also work on their physical health. Yeah. And I think the ones that have reached like some level of like success or financial success, however you define success, if you've ever seen anyone hit a certain point and then all of a sudden they take it a step further and they really start focusing on their physical health even more you'll if you were to ask them hey uh which version of you was more successful when did you feel even more alive and more fulfilled was it when you hit the success at this point in your life but you were physically unhealthy or when you were successful and then you improved your physical health and physical fitness and continue to go on your journey. And I bet money they would all say, once I started getting physical, yeah. I reached levels I didn't even know I could before. For sure, yeah. I have no doubt about that in my mind. Yeah, if you want extraordinary <clears throat> result, then physical health is one of the things that we all need to focus on. Yeah, and I will say this, the role of physical health within uh, holistic health, within overall well-being, you, I, I'll just call it straight. Like You cannot possibly reach everything that you want without bringing your best self and imagine that your body is your ship let's say it's your spaceship let's say it's your ship on the sea it's your physical form and how you navigate things in the physical realm Mm. and it needs energy to operate so if you are 
never really, let's say a hundred days go by. And out of a hundred days on, let's say 90 of them, you show up at 50% capacity, 50% capacity for a majority of that hundred days. And then you take that and you take that version of yourself, same you, and you give that you a hundred percent energy for the same 90 days, not even the full hundred. Let's say for the the last 10, you kind of crap out. You don't have great energy, but 90 to 90, 50% energy versus hundred percent. That's simple math. You know, that's twice as much as energy, right? But it doesn't mean twice as much output. It could mean same output, or if you choose, it could mean exponentially more output. It means you could not only produce and create more, you have more energy to navigate whatever it is that's leading you to be overwhelmed. Hmm. Physical stress, tension, all that stuff, it manifests in our body. We feel it. It drains our energy. It drags us down. It makes our mood worse. So your body, your physical spaceship is what helps you feel the way you feel. It helps Mm. you have the emotions that you have. It helps you create the things you want to create. And you cannot reach peak levels in any of those other areas, mentally, Mm. emotionally, spiritually, financially. You cannot peak out. Mm. You cannot, you can't touch the top of the mountain if you don't take better care of your body. And you probably won't know it. And you probably won't believe what I'm saying. Because you haven't tested it. Mm. I dare you to test it. I dare you to take better care of yourself for a whole month and compare how you feel, Mm -hmm. compare how you think, compare what you do. I dare you just for a whole month. If you're not the type of person who normally goes and spends time taking care of yourself, eating healthy, I dare you. 30 day challenge. I dare you to do it. Even even in a week, even in a week, you can already feel it. Yeah, much drastic difference if you and then within a month i think there's going to be a it's going to blow your mind how (laughs) great feeling you're gonna feel uh, after that 30-day challenge huge difference Mm -hmm. but you know that's just for people who are not believing what we're saying test Mm -hmm. it for yourself you know what i mean um we're just here sharing our experiences Mm -hmm. what we've learned what we've studied uh and research and whatnot Mm -hmm. and honestly if you don't believe it go check it for yourself try it for yourself and uh, come back. Let us know what you think. Let us know what your experiences are. Um, so that's really it. Physical health is one of the pillars. Mm-hmm. You got to take care of yourself. Remaining fit lets you be more consistently sharp. Lets yes. you have consistent higher levels of energy. Mm-hmm. And when you do, you can show up better for yourself and your feelings, your emotions, your behaviors, your habits, and everything else that you do. You can really show up with a whole lot more energy. That's right. Treat your body like a temple. They're all connected. Yeah. So I think that's it for today. Bond, do we have anything else? That's it for us. All right, cool. Well, thank you guys for watching. We appreciate it. Drop a comment, like, subscribe, follow all the things. Yeah. And if you want, you can check us out on Apple, Spotify, Google, uh, Amazon Music, Audible, and some other platforms. Uh, Other than that, that's it. All right. Peace. Peace.